live. And we're just waiting on. We have a, yet again another setup today that we're trying. Yeah, but so it's we're just waiting. Such on, a good setup right uh, now. I think Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, like if today works, guys. Yes. Welcome Facebook. Welcome and Facebook YouTube. and if YouTube. Today works, yes. Lord, hear our prayer. <laughs> if today works, we're getting somewhere. I'm so excited. FYI, we hung a sign. Um, Kyle made a sign for this room. And he hung it. It's very cool, by the way. It looks really great, but we just realized we it's a little, it's a little that's crooked. It's, it's kind of like our lives a little bit. Out of kilter. It's how all many, good. How many of you are like me? Who now this is all I'm all going I'm to seeing. See. Yeah. All I'm going to see this entire time is yeah. this. Uh-huh. It's true. I mean, I love you, God. Oh, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but, but, but the Ocean know. City sign I made is crooked uh, on the wall. Hey, uh, we miss you guys so much. Yeah, we, we miss do. your faces. We are so glad to be able to be a part of this with you today. Um, yeah. Man, we've been waiting. It, we, you know, the, the the weirdest thing is that it's the longest wait by the time. The well, worst. When we get up, and you know, unlike others, um, maybe who are watching, we have to actually, you know. Shower and change and get well, ready. I hope and showering. No, they're not showering. But they don't have they to. Some, they put on some sweatpants. <laughs> Today I didn't have Jimmy to curl my hair, so this, nah. is, this is what you're getting. Today. And, and so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but then when we get to that, it's like 10 o'clock, oh my it's goodness. It is the worst. It's the wait. I'm not a good, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not patient. I'm not very patient. I'm not a patient person. You know where it says love, joy, peace, and then that one skips over for me? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the truth. We all, we all have our things. <laughs> Everybody has a cross to bear. Hey, uh, we had a great uh, great yeah, Thursday, D. What a great, what a great. TKC run yeah. where we were able to feed uh, 161 families. 165 families. Meals. Huge meals. Meals yeah. um, from the, um, our Thy Kingdom Crumb food truck that we do in partnership with. Carson went to the A01 Foundation. And Carson Maddie were there this week. Yes. Yeah, able to be there before so season starts. Love Loved they it. Were so good. Thanks, Carson Maddie, yeah. for that. And our and the whole food TKC was great. team. We've got yeah, so much feedback. great feedback. The lasagna was great. So, yep. um, and if this is one of your first times with us, welcome. welcome. We love having you with us. We're thankful that you found us and that you're joining in. And um, just come along with us today and yeah, see there, what God has to say. There's a Linktree app uh, right there, Linktree Link. Um, that uh, we'd love to you check out. Um, give us some. Uh, tells just, you more about. Tell us more about. Uh, uh, tell yes. Tells tell them about us, about us. And we'd love to get to know you as well. Uh, look, we know in this virtual world right now, relationship um, is more challenging, um, and we're in need of it more. Uh, and we're yes, having to do it differently, true. right? So, and, and, and so we can't go back kind of the old way that we did it. We have to find new new ways to do it. And in order to do that, we actually need each other to be willing to take those steps. Yes. Uh, and so. Uh, f- and, and maybe you're not new. Maybe you just never have uh, actually connected. Get connected. Yeah. Uh, so check out Linktree. Link, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would be the person that would be the lurker. Uh, you would Not be. that you're a lurker. Some of you are lurkers, though. But I would be the lurker that would lurk back for months. For months. End. And just, I would be there. Uh-huh. But you, you wouldn't know that I would just be watching and observing and learning and and just taking my time. So shout out to all my fellow lurkers. And shout um, out to all those okay. who are rushing in. It's all good. I love rush. Rush yeah, in. And all, and all <laughs> just rush in. We'll figure it out as we go. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. hey, uh, you know, one of the things that we want to do today is we want to take communion together. And so um, I know many of you had already probably grabbed some stuff. And uh, if you didn't, um, you can go grab, grab something right now. Uh, and it doesn't have to be... We have uh, an English muffin. I've got an English muffin, and uh, and we don't have grape juice, so we have uh, coffee yeah. in uh, in here. So it's, it it's beautiful, works. which is you know it's it's coffee is from God, so it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Um, but we we 
we love, I love communion. We love communion. I, I love all, every time I go to communion, I have these old school, like, um, I have old school communion stuff that I got from Israel. And like, every time we do communion, Daniel's like, oh, you bring these things out again. I'm like, I love this stuff. I, I'm like, I, every time I go to communion, the song, there is power, power, wonder working power. Come on. In the blood of the lamb. What? There's power, power. I love it. I, no, I, didn't, I don't have a problem with the with what you used, but what? you had us drinking out of the same cup today. Now, I it's know most married couples are cool beans with that. Not us. No, we well, have never part of us. drank out of the same cup before ever. Literally almost reached over and grabbed her drink right now, but then I would know she would not drink that the rest <laughs> of the time. So, anyway. Yeah, like I said, you have your patience I know, thing. Like, I have my germ thing. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, she's going to be wearing a mask sitting next to me in the same house. Um, oh, it's so yeah. good. But, you know, uh, we just want to take a, a few minutes to remember and think about um, mm. and contemplate the death of Jesus. Because, yes. D, that's really what this is about. You know, we can hear great sermons. We can sing great songs. But at the end of the day... You know, the message is Jesus Christ died in our place because yeah. you've heard me say it before, and I know it's a little cheesy, but it's true. We're, we're, we are not mistakers in need of correction. Mm. We are sinners in need of a Savior. If all we needed was correction, Jesus would have just had to be able to come down and teach and then go back to heaven, mm. which, by the way, he already did. It was called the law. Mm. It didn't work. But because the wages of our sin is death, someone had to die, and he didn't want it to be you and I. So he took our place on the cross, on the tree. He, he, he became us. He took our sin. Someone who was sinless and innocent mm. took the sin of humanity, took the, went through hell, went through our hell. That's why there's no hell left for us because it's been poured out on Jesus, Under, undertook the wrath of God and paid the price. He paid the ransom so that we could be set free. Mm. Never, I don't want Connect Church, I never want you to... To, to forget. That's what this is all about. No matter whether we do this in our living room or whether we do it in the midst of the auditorium or, or in the midst of any building, this is really about Jesus Christ. Yeah. Calling on the name of the Lord, we shall be saved. And we it's shall not be saved. even that if, uh, if we call on Him and we become saved that we don't experience hell, it's all the more we also uh, get to experience heaven. Absolutely. And get to be with Him forever. And get to be with Him. Yeah. This is His body the Bible says, that was broken for us. Yeah. On the night that he was betrayed, he took bread, and the last time he was together with his friends, he took it and he broke it because his body couldn't just go to heaven whole because our brokenness, he took our brokenness so that it could be an exchange. The cross is an eternal exchange. He took our That's brokenness right. so that we could have his wholeness. Mm -hmm. It's our brokenness that broke the Savior. He is the bread of life who was broken for us. He said, take it and eat it and do it in remembrance of me. Father, we thank you now for the greatest gift that we could never have even fathomed being given, and it was your love. And your love came through so loud and yes. clear by the sacrifice of you on the cross. And I thank you, God, that we get to hold this representation of who you are and that who you will forever be, that you echo throughout time with your love and your power and your forgiveness. And Father, now we partake and we remember what you've done, but we also say thank you because one day, God, we won't live on this side of the veil, but we will yes. be with you forever. And I thank you that we can, on this side of the veil, call you our Lord. Amen. Amen.
the beautiful thing is that the brokenness, our brokenness didn't end there. Jesus being broken for us didn't end there. He paid the price for our brokenness so that we could actually be made whole. It's not just in the wholeness of our bodies, but in the wholeness of our relationship with the Father. Because our sin had separated us from Him. And there was no way we could work our way back to Him. So He sent Jesus right. so that Jesus could be the bridge. But the bridge needed to be paid for. And the, and, and the, the payment was His blood. Yes. By His stripes, the Bible says, we are healed. Mm. So before He left, He handed them a cup. The cup of redemption on the Passover meal. And He said, this is the cup of my blood of the new covenant. It's a new day. There's forgiveness in this. My friends, we are forgiven by the blood of the Lamb. It is not by our good works or just by a good message. We preach that Jesus Christ came, Jesus Christ died, Jesus Christ rose again, and Jesus Christ is coming again. Mm. So Jesus, we thank you for the gift that your blood continues to be to us. Father, I thank you for giving of your Son in ways that uh, we as parents can't even begin to fathom your willingness to yield to that love in such a tangible form. But right now, we take what we have and we remember and we honor and we say thank you yes. and we cherish the gift of love and life in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 There's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, I pray today that you may just continue to reveal yourself even further to us. Jesus, reveal, open our eyes to see who you are. Open our ears to hear your voice. Open our hearts, Holy Spirit, to receive the love of the Father. No matter where we are in our journey with him, draw us closer to you today. All we want is all of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Not Amen. for not for anything. Yeah. Literally the biggest piece of communion I've ever been getting. It was like, <laughs> it was like a quarter of that English muffin, and I was like, I'm gonna be sitting here chew <laughs> chewing Wait, for 25 you minutes. Yes. Don't. Start. You chew. Don't. Don't. Go ah. There. Anyway. <laughs> but so I was good. literally like, thank God I don't have to talk right now because I'm still <laughs> chewing. So when you look back on that, you're gonna see like just how long that went on. <laughs> Life, oh, right? I think about it all the time. All right? the time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love communion, and I'm so glad that we got a chance to take it together today, and I can't wait till the time that we get to take it face-to-face -face yes. once again. Um, and I bet, you know what? I bet, I bet Jesus feels the same way. Mm. I bet Jesus feels the same way. Mm. Um, and just like for us, it'll be in the twinkle of an eye, and we'll be back together again before we know it. Uh, it'll be in the twinkling of an eye when, uh, when we'll be back together with him sitting at his table for all eternity. Whew, what a great God we serve. Hey, church, if you brought your Bible today, we're going to continue on our journey through Acts. Yes. I know. I'm excited. I've been enjoying Acts. Uh, best series we never planned. <laughs> <laughs> best series we've never planned. Uh, Acts chapter 16. Acts is the fifth book of the New Testament. Um, it is the Acts of the Apostles. It is at what, what God does through his church um, after Jesus is resurrected. And, um, and it's not just a history book. It's an ongoing jur journal mm -hmm. of what he ha did and is doing and will do through people who are just, yeah. uh, who are broken, but, but call on him, believe and trust yes. in him, live in faith. And that's what we're called to do, live in faith. So um, 
We're, we're, if you need a, a, a message, a title of the message. Oh, Jake changed it. Uh, oh, no. you know. Okay, yeah. you got yeah, the yeah. note. It's, uh, yeah, I got the note. I, you got the production I, note. I, I, I got the production notes. <laughs> it's uh, witness protection uh, because we need to learn how to protect our witness. Um, and uh, I, we were thinking, we we're just talking about this 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 chapter the other day, and I was. It made me think about. I, I do. Do you remember when people first started to talk to you about? Um, oh man, I was talking about. Uh, my favorite shoe or my favorite camera or my favorite oh, like a vacation about. destination yeah. and then the next time you ocean open up social media somehow it was on there a big ad for it right yeah. and I was like shut up that's not real <laughs> until it happened to me right and now now it just happens like all the time mm-hmm. which I get ads for Disney like all the time <laughs> on every platform or about, like, how about when you're when you're just thinking about something and you would have never googled it <laughs> you've never I'm literally sure. like I wonder if people wear duck boots yeah and then all of a sudden duck it's boots? like duck boots yeah Duck yeah. boots. Um, I don't get ads for duck boots, but I get ads for Disney. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. But anyway, I, I think it's I love I love the fact that like that's kind of become normal in our lives now. <laughs> but I, I wonder if we've ever considered um, that there are unseen ears that are actually listening to the testimony of our lives all the time. For sure, there are unseen ears listening to the testimony. Our lives, our, yeah. our our lives speak. And I guess the, one of the things that we need to ask ourselves and continue to challenge ourselves is, what is our life? testimony saying what is it speaking to those unseen ears i'm not talking about the ears we want uh, that we're trying to talk to because there there are ears we're trying to talk to out there i'm talking about the unseen ears uh that are out there because that's what this verse uh really uh holds it's um you know paul and silas in this in this text they're thrown in jail for preaching the gospel of jesus they they have signs and wonders that are being done and you'd think all this is great and and it should be live uh, equal a blessed life but it leaves, mm. ends them up in jail, right? Yeah. Tough situation. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, they're singing, and uh, there's an earthquake. They're beaten. They're in pain. They're Absolutely, in they're bloody. I mean, this is it's truth. Um, but they're singing, and, and an earthquake comes in and sets them free. And I know you and I talked about this. I know that so often we've heard taught. You are not gonna. You are not gonna teach my first point. Are you? I'm not. <laughs> go, we just go ahead. talked about this. I'm going to stop and let her actually uh, explain then what she's going it to talk says, about in just a Kyle moment. Kyle reads the scripture. I'm going to read the scripture. I'm going to read the scripture. You know what we need to start what? doing? What? We need to start having like a pre-service um, thing that we're, you're just listening to our banter before y'all come and join us. And then they'll hear me say, now you're not going to do the thing where you actually say my point before I say it, because then I won't have anything to say. I'm just trying Absolutely to set her up. Absolutely not. I'm just going to read the scripture, say, uh, and then you're going to go. Uh, I, <laughs> Is that not what... Uh, All right, I'm going to get to the scripture. <laughs> but beforehand, let yes. me just say this. You know what did hit me? This is just a, a side note that just hit me. But what hit me about this text is that um, they it, it wasn't the hour of prayer. Um, yeah. Because yeah. they had hours of prayer, yes. but yet they were praying. Yeah, it, it was they, they it wasn't they weren't in the house of prayer, yes. right? Yeah, they were in a jail, and yet yes. they were praying. They didn't have a worship team, and yet they were worshiping. Yeah, and I love it because that's just who they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys hear me say it all the time: what what's inside of you comes out of you it's when out. you're squeezed. And so you know that's just who they were. And it reminded me of uh, of a verse in Psalm 149, verse five, that said that the saint let the saints be joyful in glory. Mm. Let them listen. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let them sing aloud okay. upon their beds. Right? It doesn't say where your bed is. It just says it doesn't matter yeah. where your bed is. Yeah. You need to sing aloud. And maybe some of us today have made our bed and we're having to lie in it mm. right now. If you know what I mean, uh, sing, mm. sing to God's glory. Maybe your bed is not. I, I believe this is for someone today. 
I, I, maybe your bed is not where you hoped it would be. Yeah. Sing aloud on your bed. Sing to God's glory because he is worthy of our praise. Yep. That's what they're doing right here. Acts 16, 25. I'm going to, I'm going to read the verse now. Um, we're already off. So we're, no, no. Great. It's all good. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Uh, and the prisoners were listening to them. And the prisoners were listening. You underline that. The prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately... All of the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. Mm. But Paul cried out in a loud voice. He wasn't shy or timid. Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in, trembling with fear. He fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Mm. What a change in that mentality, wow, huh? Wow, wow. What a change in that person. And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved. You and your whole household. There is a, there is a bigger... Listen, our, our moments of faith extend beyond our moments in life. And his whole household got saved. And they spoke mm. the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them to the, the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. And he was baptized at once, he and his whole family. Mm -hmm. Then he brought them up into his house and set food before them. And he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. Mm. Today we're going to, well, we're, we'll see if it's going to be different. We're, Come we're, on. We're, so a lot of times what we do is we, um, it, it's funny how we'll be, we're, since we're reading through Acts, We'll, we don't ever say, like, we have to do this chapter or we have to do this section. We'll just keep reading until something hits us. And inevitably, it's usually, like, the same, yeah. right, the same story that sticks out to both of us. And then we kind of go into our own little spaces, and we really start to see what God is showing to us. Yeah, and then cool. what we do is we bring it together, and we usually set up a voice memo yeah. because we never really know what we're going to say. And we also make sure no one never just sees the late of day. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're like, who knows what you're going to say? But and then we just kind of we just kind of share with what God has been saying to us, and then Kyle takes all of the pieces and then he formulates it. But today, what we were going to instead of just um, usually we have kind of formatted formatted that I'll do this and then you say this and then you say this. And right now we're just going to kind of download to you how God was downloading to us and interject yeah. and stuff. Yep. But that's just kind of how we're breaking it down. So it's going to be a little bit different this week. But one of the things that God, I think, has been showing uh, us to really uh, focus the church in on is something that we've talked about as a church for several years now, uh, and it's starting to really become uh, necessary to say, now these are the moments why God has had us talking about it for years, and that's the concept of becoming the remnant. Uh, a remnant, is the, it, by definition, is a small remaining. And another definition of it is, it is, and I will actually, I'll read it because it's the, it was worded so well. What is left of a community after it has undergone a catastrophe. Wow. And um, a couple of quick things about that is that, number one, it's small by definition. And what makes it small is one's commitment in the, ter in the terms that we're talking about to, be, to becoming holy. So just because you've survived, quote unquote, a catastrophe doesn't mean that you're counted in to the remnant. Yeah. It's a small 
group that remains in a community after a catastrophe. So the thing is that you have to remember is if it's small, then that means that a lot of people have been lost to the catastrophe that took a lot of them out. And right now we have to determine there's so many catastrophes happening, which one we're trying to survive mm -hmm. and which ones we're willing to just become a casualty of and which ones are we really trying to um, outlive. The second thing is, is that it's defined by fire. Wow. A remnant isn't left after wow. something great happens. It exists after something threatening and purging and horrid has happened. And the third thing is that denial doesn't, ne doesn't negate the trauma. There's a lot of people right now who are negating the fact that there is catastrophe all around us. Yeah, true. Um, and what happens is that when you, when you diminish the concept of catastrophe, you are diminishing God's capacity to bring a refined remnant through trauma. If you deny that there's been trauma, right. you're not giving God right. the opportunity to bring redemption through that trauma, it's which like is the very you, definition of being a remnant. Right, it's like when you deny that you've ever been sick. Yes. You deny God the yes. opportunity to reveal himself yes. as the healer. Exactly. Yeah. However he's defining how, that however he defines too, it. Or yeah, absolutely the means right. by yeah, which yeah. he's yep. doing that. So yep. Right now, if y'all are feeling like you're living through different catastrophes, we have so many different arenas of fallout right now that don't don't deny it. Denying it is not giving any power back to God. God is very secure in finding his testimony through human trauma. Yeah. And that's something that Correct. we, we it, it's not about denying the fact that The cross is his testimony through human tra trauma. That's, exact, that's exactly right. And it doesn't mean that he can't bring something supernatural, but if if you can't see that this was supernatural, correct? then your definition of supernatural probably needs a little bit of attention. So there's three groups of people that we see represented, represented in this story. The officials, the jailer, and those imprisoned, right? So there's three groups of people right now in your own situation of catastrophe, whether it is our catastrophe with our economy, our catastrophe with our political climate, our racial climate, whatever catastrophe, financial, um, I don't know if I said economic, yeah. but, but all the different, all the different arenas, spiritual that you can, you can understand and, 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 and gravitate towards in your mind right now. There's people that fall into different categories. We can't just assume we're all the prisoners. Right. Right, just because right. you can relate to being a victim doesn't yep. necessarily mean in any given lane you are that prisoner. And when I say that, there's officials, and those are the people who put them there. Yes. There are jailers who are the people who kept them there. Keep them there yep. And then there are prisoners who were who were who were just all there. <laughs> right. So these are the th three groups of people that we're focusing in on today. And the Kyle alluded to it before about the other prisoners, their ears were, the word in the Greek says, attentively attuned yes. to their singing, to Paul and Silas's singing right there. And I think what happens sometimes is, guys, we find ourselves in the midst of a catastrophe and we downshift into rhetoric. God's still good. God's this, God's that, God's this, God's that. And we're thinking this is testimony, but it's not landing uh, with people as right. authentic. Um, and I think what, what, why that is is taught through this story is that in the midnight hour which by definition says it's the t the period between sunset and sunrise yeah transition yeah. right yep it's the transition between those two times they were not singing in order to testify to the other prisoners 
the worship was a result of who they had become yes. and who they knew their Lord to be. It was even within shackle, even within pain, even within loss, even within, 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 their worship still came forth. And yep. that is a very big difference than trying to have the rhetoric of being a Christian and tell people how great we still think God is and how it's all good and, and it's not landing because it's not authentic yes. because it's denial of the trauma that God is still testifying of himself through. Yes. Right? Yeah. So I think that it's important not to deny that. If you find yourself that if you find yourself that you are identifying with the with the prisoner situation just because you're a prisoner doesn't count you as part of the remnant just because you're a prisoner doesn't count you as part of the remnant just because you are a casualty of war does not mean you're necessarily or um, an innocent bystander of the war doesn't mean that you can be counted in as one of the strong survivors of that Mm. something caused them to be separated so when we look at it from the jailer's perspective, the jailer was asleep. Right. So that worship or that rhetoric it wasn't even was falling on deaf, deaf ears. ears, right? Because the jailer didn't identify himself as one being imprisoned. See, there was prisoners who were willing to listen Correct. because they identified themselves with Paul and Silas. So they were attuned to like, what are they doing? Because they're one of us. They're in the same predicament. They're shackled. They are imprisoned. And yet they are able to worship. But then there was a jailer who had maintained a certain amount of control. Yep. So he didn't identify himself as part of that. There's going to be people in your life is trying to testify. It doesn't. It's not just testifying to one person in one category. Yeah, that he was even in the same environment, just in a different position. Exactly. So we can't yes. even look at people that are always in the same environment of us and say, oh, they're, they're, they understand me. Exactly. No, they're, they're, they may be in a different position exactly. and in a different relationship in that yes. position. Yeah. And the reason that we bring that up is, is because if you're, if you're utilizing your worship, your testimony, to try to convince everyone of how great God is, it's inevitably going to fall on deaf ears because some people are not listening to that. Right. Some people are not going to connect to the Savior mm. until they themselves need to be saved. So what happens in this situation is that this earthquake comes, and I'm going to say something about the worship, yeah. which is what I think you were going uh-huh. to say earlier. Uh, um, and then this earthquake comes, and it releases them all from their shackles. And the jailer wakes up. This is what awakes him. Yes, not exactly our worship. Right. Correct. You know, not Correct. sometimes us telling everybody how Correct. great sometimes, God is. Exactly right. Right. Yeah. It, 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 it did minister to Ex- some, but not to all. That's right. External external events at times cause an awakening in people who have yes. been asleep. Absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah. Exactly. And and so then this jailer realizes that what he was entrusted to do, which was to keep these prisoners imprisoned, was not the case in his mind. So he was about to take his life, and it says that Paul yelled out with a loud voice. Yes. Don't harm yourself because we are all here. The power that the remnant had in that situation was that they remained. Yes. Yes. They remained. Yes. So that's what mattered to that jailer is that they he needed the testimony of the remnant in them remaining, them yes. showing up when they could have fled. And the point that I was going to make about the worship is this. So now it's if, if you if you uh, haven't grown up 
uh, around hearing this story within the walls of, of the church, then this is going to be easier for you to hear in actuality yes. versus how I learned it um, all throughout time. So I've always learned that they were in prison. It's the midnight hour, and here comes Paul and Silas, and yeah. they just start singing. Yep. And then their worship, they're worshiping, and then the earthquake is triggered, and their yeah. shackles fall off. Their worship and, becomes their weapon. And their freedom. worship, I, I knew. <laughs> well, I was like, he's not going to be able to do it. What? He's not going to be able to not say the word. <laughs> what? What point? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Theft, right in front of your eyes. Right here. Thou shalt not steal, except um, for sermons. But Kyle knows that I struggle at times when we talk about using our worship as a weapon. I understand that it has supernatural capacity in the realm of the spirit. But the fact that worship exists is to give glory yeah. unto God, yeah. not to figure out how to utilize it for our good. Mm -hmm. So would that story have just as much power if it ended and at midnight when they were in all of their pain and all of their loss and all of their unknowing and they're thinking they're going to die, they sang. The end. Mm -hmm. Would it have that much impact on us? Because no. we attach power to the earthquake and we attribute the earthquake to the worship. To the worship. But the word does not do that. That's correct. Okay? They are two situations unto themselves. They worshiped. This earthquake comes. Yes. God didn't need God the moves. earthquake. Yep. God moves. But why did he do it? Was it to free them or was it to testify to the jailer yeah. and to the jailer's family that didn't yet know him? Yes. Right? Yes. Because the next day, yeah. the officials, they get word that the officials were going to let them go. Yeah. Correct. The, if the officials were going to let them go, then God didn't need to send that earthquake That's to free right. them That's right. from their shackles. That's right. That's right. So why did that happen? Because God saw the jailer. The, the testimony yes. of the worship wasn't getting through, but he still saw that jailer and his family, yes. and he wanted them to be saved. And what testified to him in that hour was that the remnant remained. remained. The remnant showed yes. up. And Correct. then it says that they shared the word. And yes. the last thing I'm going to say about this, and I'll turn it over to you, is that no, great. when Paul shouts out in a loud voice, don't harm yourself because we are all here, listen to what that means. It means... Every single one in their entirety, each and yes. every comprehensive all. Yes. It wasn't just Paul and Silas. He said, we're all, all here. still here. Yep. He didn't say we're both here. He said, we are all yep. still here. There's going to be a time, church, when your voice is going to matter to other people that aren't yet sure if they're going to be counted in that remnant. Yep. They're in prison. Their lives are shackled. They're coming to church, they're yep. trying, but they might not, they might flee. And the testimony of your worship showing up, not to be utilized as a weapon, but to be used as unto glory unto God is going to testify to those who recognize themselves as being imprisoned for whatever reason. And it's going to cause them to remain. Yes. And it might yep. not be for any other reason than to be another testimony to somebody else. else. And that's why we have to get clear right now on what it means to show up, to wake up as the church, as the bride, to wake up, to rise up, and not try to use these things like worship 
to use it as a way to manipulate God. We have to keep the pure things of God pure because God says, be holy for the Lord your God is holy. He can take care of anything that needs releasing. He doesn't need us to manipulate what was always meant for his glory. Come on. Awesome. Authenticity. Authenticity. We, we have to be authentic in that. And Dee, I love the point. So often, if you have ever heard this preached, we 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 end with that they worshiped and they were released. Yes. And that point that you just made, I hope, church, that you grabbed a hold of it, you wrote it down, and it, it shifted your thinking. They were going to be released the next day. The officials yes. were like, oh, my gosh. And, by the way, then they find out the Romans, and they're like, oh, yes. we really we yes. really messed this up. We really messed um, up. They were going to be released, and, and yet God, so God didn't do this for them. It wasn't about yes. worship so they could be released. It was about worship so that, they, so, that, so that someone else could be changed. And I think... For me, do you, you, we talk about the remnant, and, and by the way, the, a remnant is an Old Testament word that is prophesied throughout the Old Testament, talking about really the, the holy ones of God, the, the, yeah. the, the faithful ones that are living out the kingdom, um, and, and that's how the Old Testament differentiates yeah. many times. But I think for me, one of the things that, that is a marking of the remnant in our world is that the, 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 the remnant learns to occupy the moment for the purpose of that moment. Hmm. Um, they uh, they learned to occupy. They, they they these guys recognized what God was doing in yes. that moment, and they occupied it. They 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 didn't leave, right? They yeah. they stayed so that they could have an opportunity to reframe the situation for that jailer. That jailer needed his thinking reframed, his life reframed, the way yes. that he was looking at the world. He needed to be reframed. Now it would have been any good if the if those guys would have got free. Went, oh, I'm yeah. free. I'm out of here, right? right? Oh, later on, we'll go back and, and find yeah. the jailer so that he understands what really yes. happened. But I, I got free, so I'm getting out of here. Right, right, right. Because by the time they would have went back to the jailer, he would have been dead because mm-hmm. it was against the law. Yes. He, they, he, they would have yes. been dead. So even though he could have sent them back to chains, they remained. Mm-hmm. Even though they could have been oppressed again, even though, even though they could have been back in jail, they didn't know. They did not know what the outcome was going That's to be. Exactly they had to right. trust the God, uh, trust uh-huh. God for the outcome. Yeah. They understood what was going on. They occupied the moment for the purpose of the moment, mm-hmm. which, as Dee just said, was for someone else to receive the witness of mm-hmm. God's faithfulness, love, and mercy to, for their life. That's why I love what Jesus says in Luke nineteen thirteen. He said, uh, "Occupy till I come." Do kingdom business till I yeah. come. Every moment you've got, occupy the moment for the purpose of the moment. Let me uh, uh, tell you what the purpose of the moment is. Jesus says, occupy it, which means do kingdom business mm. in that moment. I think the issue is, many times for all of us, is that our first reaction is like the reaction that the jailer had, right? Like, like, what does this mean for me? What does this mean? What does this mean for me? Like, there's this, there's this shaking that happens. There's yeah. this earthquake that happens. There's something outside of the natural ordinary life, which we're all going through right now, there's a shaking that goes on. And his first response is, what does this mean for me? Mm -hmm. And the problem is, just like the jailer, Mm. so 80% of what we think about is negative, so so much of what comes out of us then is, this must be horrible, this must be bad, (laughs) this is really gonna be horrible. And and he he takes the sword to to kill himself. Mm -hmm. He becomes, he he starts with a prophetic voice that would have been a self-fulfilling prophecy if it had if it had been left mm-hmm. to its own devices because it was that was the that was the decree yes. the law was that yes. if you let someone out a prisoner escape your life was to be exchanged for that yes. they, they he would have been killed right but it would have been a self-fulfilling prophecy over his own life if a different prophetic voice hadn't responded 
in that moment. Mm -hmm. And my friends, that is our opportunity as the ambassadors of Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. to be the prophetic voice of life that overrides the self-fulfilling prophecy that the enemy is stirring in people around us in our life. The enemy is stirring death. He is stirring negativity. He is stirring hate. He is stirring fear. He is stirring anxiety. And it is our opportunity to reframe that as ambassadors for Jesus Christ. Why? Because the wrong king made that decree. It was Caesar, not Jesus. Yeah. Caesar had made that decree, not Jesus. So many of us in our life are decreeing Mm. our own prophetic natures, our own prophetic futures from the wrong king's decree about our life. We are, we, are, we, are, we are having self-prophecy from the wrong king's decree about our life. What has Jesus said? What has Jesus decreed over mm. our life? What does the word of God mm. decree over who we are regardless of how the circumstance is shaking around us? Yeah. There is a king's decree. That's why I love what Paul and Silas were doing. They were decreeing the proclamation of Jesus. Yeah. That's just who he is. That Do you realize every miracle that happened was a, was a self-fulfilling prophecy of what Jesus had already proclaimed in Acts chapter 1 verse 8? The very beginning of this book that we started with, um, when you go and are yes. my witnesses, there's going to be power. It's going to be my power. And it's not my power so that you can say you're powerful. Yes. It's my power so that I can, yes. I can, I yes. can solidify, Ooh. I can validate the good news that no yes. matter whether you are the official that Love put it. me here, Love the it. the jailer that's keeping me here, or the other prisoner that's alongside with me. My God has a plan and yeah. destiny for your life that is fulfilled. We need our our our, our culture today needs prophetic voices that will override. Mm. I'm not talking about just shouting. I'm not just talking about Dean. That's what you're talking. Mm. It's our lives. The prophetic voice of our what is our life saying yeah. when we're going through these things? Yes. Because there are unseen ears. There are unseen ears. The jailer was an unseen ear. The other jail, the other prisoners were unseen ears. And I, I love the fact that for me, the reality here is that the seed of their song became the seed of his salvation. The seed of what they were seeing, the, yes. the depth of it, right? So of true. The hope of Jesus Christ, who he is, the faithfulness of God. That was the seed of their song. They weren't just singing songs. They weren't yes. just picking their favorite Drake yeah, song, yeah, right? Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. right? Uh, know yourself. You didn't know I knew a Drake song. Look at that. You Googled something. I did Google it. But I talking about <laughs> know yourself. I was talking about know Jesus. Come on, somebody. No, no that was bad. That was bad. All right. No, but here's the truth. Their praise and their prayer seeded the supernatural. Yeah, it did. It seeded it. It wasn't a deal to make it. Yes. It was a seed that sowed it. Yes. And it sowed it for themselves. It sowed it for the jailer. And it sowed it for the other prisoners. Yes. So that the, everyone else heard about a God, the glory of a God who hadn't shown up yet. So that when he did show up, they knew who it was Negative that showed up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Our lives, some of our very best testimony, some of the very best song that we can sing about God isn't after he's shown up. It's the seeds that we sow about who God is before yes. he shows up, while we're still bleeding, while we're yes. still beaten, while we're still, while we're still chained yes. in our thing. That's the authentic song. Yes. The authentic song of our life. You said the yesterday when we were talking. People think mm-hmm. that it is their humanity. That will dis people, that will disqualify. Can't, yeah, the people, people can't, can't handle. Yeah, people yeah. can't. We think people can't handle our humanity. What they can handle is, is our, our hypocrisy. hypocrisy. Mm. We think if people can't handle our humanity. No, no, no. They got our. They they want our humanity because that's what they connect to. It's our hypocrisy in the middle of this. Some of our best seeds 
are sown before God does something. I, I, it reminded me, and we were talking yesterday about uh, Rahab. Um, in Joshua chapter mm-hmm. 2, the Bible says the two spies show up at Rahab's house yeah. um, going into the promised land. And she says in verse 11, this blew my mind. She says in verse 11, we heard everything that God has mm-hmm. done for you and uh, bringing you out of Egypt, by the mm-hmm. way, which was 40 years ago. And we yeah. were afraid. Now think about that for a moment. They were afraid. And the reason why the Israelites were staying in the wilderness and not in the promised land is because they were afraid of Jericho. They were afraid of people who were already afraid of them. How many times have we allowed our concept of fear to override the word of God that he says, and the things that we're afraid of are already afraid? Do you know the enemy is afraid that you will actually come into understanding of your destiny with God, who you are with God, what God says over your life. We're so afraid of the enemy, and he's afraid of what God has said already about our life. That's a different sermon for a different day. But I love it. Rahab says to them, what I love is that she had heard about God, but it had produced something different inside of her until the real witness showed up. Mm. When the real witness of God showed up, the seed that was planted inside of her found good soil in their lives and in their yeah. word. And it, and it lived in salvation for her and for our fa- her family. What we sing before the breakthrough might become a platform for someone else's breakthrough. Mm-hmm. See, I love, D, that you said the prisoners listened. Mm-hmm. The prisoners. It wasn't just the, the prisoners listened. That word in the Greek actually means to listen with the intent to bring it into yourself. To bring it into yourself. I like that. Not just to hear it, but to bring it in. I want, I want, I want to listen. And, and the jailer, he was in the same environment, but was listening with different ears. That's why Psalm 78 verse 1 says, give ear to my word. We've, it's intentional. Jesus says, if you have an ear, let them hear. It's an intentionality. That's what I was trying to say earlier, you know, because the jailer didn't need, he didn't think he needed to listen and hear it because he had a certain amount of control. Correct. When, when you don't have, when you, when you don't believe you have control mm. and you're listening to the testimony of someone else, it feeds a different part of you than when you feel like I still have some control. Correct. I still got it. I don't need to listen yep. as yep. intently. Yep. So that it's like it, it, it the, the song was necessary because I was saying to to Kyle, I always talk about the fact that the word talks about deep calls into deep and I yep. won't go too long into this at all. But, um, you know, if you're trying to figure out if you, if you're someone who has not always connected to certain Christians um, speaking about God, and you're just like, yeah, I know, but I don't know. What's happening there is that something's not ringing authentic all yeah. of the, all of the time, and sometimes the words are there, but what's not testifying to you is the authenticity. So the deepest parts of God are calling out Correct. to the deepest parts of you, and something's telling mm-hmm. you like, well, that could be true about God, but something's getting bottlenecked in the distribution in that conduit and i think that that's why people do value authentic remnant followers of christ because the truth of god is coming through loud and clear because they're not looking for perfection that's why i was saying that people have to deal with other people's humanity because we all have it but if it's it's a hypocrisy that that bottlenecks that deep calling unto deep coming fully through and that's why the remnant has so much uh, influence on so many different pe- categories of people's lives because there has been a purifying process that they have continued to put themselves through so that the deep parts of God can call to the deepest parts of them with authenticity. Yeah, and, I, and, and that actually brings me right into what I was going to say, which is brilliant, is that you know this picture of Paul and Silas praying and singing 
as unseen voices, yes. right? Uh, to unseen ears. It's really this beautiful picture of the Holy Spirit. The yes. Holy Spirit is constantly an unseen voice who is singing unseen yes. worship to God, our Father. He is the unseen voice that is praying Always. unheard like prayers, even in words that we don't even understand. Yeah. Why? It, it's it, it's the voice that is saying something and singing something that the natural environment of our life is not saying yeah. at the time. Yeah. The darkness wasn't saying that. The dungeon wasn't saying that. Right. My friends, that's why we, there's a song of the Spirit. There's a song that the Spirit is singing mm. in our world mm. around us all the time. We got to lean into it. We got to tune our ear, give attention to the, the song that is going yes. on in our lives. I love Proverbs 120 says this, wisdom sings her song in the streets. And the more mm. crowded it gets, the louder the Spirit mm. gets. The Spirit is singing a song. His voice is always there singing really worship is. to God, the song of the Spirit. Proverbs 8.26 says, man, well, we don't even know how to pray. There's already a prayer of intercession yeah. going on between the Spirit and the Father. We've got to learn to lean into that prayer, to, to join that song, because, because it's that song is saying something that our natural environment of our life is not saying. Yes. So we have to we have to be, learn how to join that song mm. and and join the song of the spirit. Lean in. Yes. And, and it's not just the song of the spirit, because this is what part of this is too. And you talk about it all the time. I I want to encourage you. There's a song of the sojourner, the mm. sojourner, the person who's actually doing this thing, yes. not just someone who talks about it, someone who's living yes. this life out. Paul and Silas were the sojourners. There is there is power in the God song that we sing. There's power in the sojourner song mm. that gives strength and, sure and faith is. to people who are still in the prison cells. The prisoners were still in the cells when the voice of the sojourner went up and started proclaiming the goodness of God in the land the, of the, the living. living. That's why I love, there's this great example in 1 Samuel 22 of David. When King David goes into the cave of Adullam and he's being chased by mm -hmm. Saul. And verse 22, verse, uh, chapter 22, verse 2 says, 400 desolate, in debt, bitter of soul. Mm -hmm. That's what bitter of soul people show yeah. up. That is not the type of people you want to start a kingdom with, right? All this messed up folk. Like, really? Right, exactly. They all come in the name. But out of that comes 37 mighty men of, of, of David who, who become the mighty warriors that shape and form a nation. How? How did that happen? Because the song David was singing in that cave was different. It was a God song, the song of a sojourner. Listen to this. Yes. Psalm 57 verse 5 says this, be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. He's already said, man, there's lions around me. All these people are trying to kill me. He said, I will sing praise to you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Psalm 142, verse 5 says, I will cry out to you, O Lord. I will say, you are my refuge. You are the poor, my portion in the land of the living. Both of these songs were written in the cave. The song that those people were hearing was not a song of desolation, was not a song of de debt, was not yes. a song of despondency, was not a song of a bitter soul. It was a God song of a sojourner that said, God, I may be in the thick of it, but I know that you are a God that gets me out of the thick yes. of it and you're worthy of the praise of my life. There was someone was listening Come on, sojourners. There's someone listening, unseen ears yes, listening. There, there are unseen ears listening. We cannot be silent with our lives. There are unseen ears listening. Man, I, I've told you with this. I'm going to end with this story. But yeah, this story so encouraged me. There's a book called The Insanity of Obedience, which is stories about uh, God working through people in our century throughout the world today. 
And it's a story of uh, a, a man uh, by the name of Dmitry, who was uh, a Russian man who had, fa who had a family in the old Soviet Union. Um, and he had a, a house church. Mm -hmm. he, didn't, he wasn't even a pastor. He just started to teach the Bible mm -hmm. and people started showing up. And the secret police found out about it and they arrested him. And they took him hundreds of miles away from his, uh, his family, threw him into prison in Siberia. And for years tortured him. For years would take him up and beat him and torture him every, uh, on a regular basis. But every day, every day, Dimitri would rise when the sun rose. He would face east. He'd lift his hands up to heaven. And he would sing praise and worship to God. Every day he would do it, no matter what was going on. After, you know, can you imagine too? And they, they said, okay, imagine like, and when he first started doing it, the prisoners were like, shut up, it's yeah. so early, yeah. shut up, you're an idiot, right? Shut up, all these prisoners. <laughs> and uh, for years and years and years he did it. And uh, they finally came to this place where after years they had told him that his wife had died and his kids had turned away from God. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was going to sign this confession. And uh, God did, does a miracle in the middle of the night and lets him hear his wife and his, his kids praying for him in the spirit. In the spirit. They come back and they, he says, you're a liar. I will not sign a confession that says that I don't believe in Jesus, that says mm -hmm. that I was a, a pawn of a Western government trying to undermine the Soviet Union. You are a liar. My wife is alive. My kids love Jesus. And uh, they said, well, great. Then tomorrow we're going to execute you. In the morning they got up. They started dragging him down. They started dragging him down to execute him. As they did, all 1,500 uh, prisoners stood up in their cells, faced east, raised their hands up to heaven, and started singing that song that they'd be true sad. Instantly, the guards dropped him and said, Who are you? He said, I am just a believer in Jesus. Instead of executing him, they took him back to the cell. And just a few weeks after that, he was released. There are people listening to your heart songs. The people who thought you were crazy in the beginning, unseen ears who you never even thought were listening. There are people listening to the testimony of our lives. Remnant, yes. we must remain. Yes. Remnant, we must seek the holiness of our God. We must be authentic and allow God to show up the way he wants to show up. Yes. Because it's not for our release. It's for the release of others who are caught without the hope that we have. Our hope will never change. Whether we die in prison or we're released from that prison. Because our hope is not in the salvation from a prison. Our hope is in a Savior from heaven. I just want to end on a scripture that talks about the power of remaining because what Kyle you're talking about is the tone the tone yes. of our lives will testify our words will testify but what will what will connect to the, that what testifies inside of people that something is the truth is the tone the that tone. the truth has first changed us yeah um, and in John 15 4 it says this remain yeah. remnant Remain in, me. remain in me remain in me as I also remain in yeah. you yep yes so as you remain in me I will remain in you you have a branch it can't bear fruit unless it stays connected to the vine so neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me the most power our testimonies will ever have begins and ends 
with us staying connected to the power source of Amen. the truth and the power of who yep. God is. Not who we say he is, yep. but who we know he is because we have been changed by who he is first. That is what's going to matter between you being someone who says, whatever happened to so-and-so? Yeah. I don't know. I guess that catastrophe just kind of took, took them out. away. Just because you're here with us, just because you may have gone to church, just because you tithe, just because you do these things, it does not mean that you will be necessarily counted. I'm not talking about salvation. I'm talking yeah. be part of the remnant. We are in those days that are numbered, yes. church. Yes. These are last days that are numbered. You don't just want to be saved. You wanted to be counted as that remnant. And it's not just a remaining in name. It's not just a remaining in activity or sacrifice or giving or whatever it is or being present. It, this is truly about the purging, purifying truth of the Holy Spirit that is eradicating things right now so that we can be counted as holy for what is to come. Yes. For church, for what is, is to, to come. come. We have been talking to you for years about the bell of God that he is ringing for what is to come. We must awaken to the reality that we are living in the midst of and not be counted as part of the prisoners who needed to hear the testimony yes. of others, but carried the testimony to others. Yeah, so good. Yeah. And his whole household, he and his whole household were saved. Yeah. We serve a God that overrides the greatest mm -hmm. attempts at oppression, the most powerful prisons, the most highly trained guards, with the wiggle of one toe, on his footstool, which is the earth. He shattered the stronghold of that prison. Doesn't matter what stronghold you're in. That's the right. prison of pain, or of oppression, anxiety, sin. addiction, sin, Doesn't today, matter. hopelessness. Maybe you start to, the, 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 the prison of unbelief, starting to wander in your faith, my friends, with one wiggle of his toe. He can shatter that. Maybe you're like the jailer today and you just have some unrest in your vocation or maybe you're a shake up in your job security, your hopes and your dreams. Yeah. Today might be a jailbreak for you moment because we've got a new song to sing. Yes. We've got a God who's mighty to save. Mm. And if that's what you're looking for today, if you want to get to know the God that Paul and Silas were thinking, singing about, the God who's mighty to save, the first thing that he can do is save you. Yeah. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord today. And believe in your heart that he died for you as we already celebrated communion and rose again, that today you'll be today. saved. Not later on when you get to heaven. Yes. Not if you're good enough. Not if the scales balance out today. All you got to do today is ask him to come in. Will you pray this with me? No matter where you are in your life. Yeah. If you find yourself far from God today, this is take this step closer to him because he wants to be with you. Amen. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Here I am today. Here I am today. I've come to give you my whole life. I've come to give you my whole life. Everything I am. Everything I am. Everything I ever will be. Everything I ever I will be. I freely give to you. I freely give to you. I'm asking you, Jesus. I'm asking you, Jesus. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. Forgive me of all my sin. Forgive me of all my sin. Set a new song in my heart. Set a new song in my heart. Fill me with your spirit. And fill me with your spirit. Let me walk out this life. Let me walk out this life. For your glory. For your glory. And your glory alone. And your glory in alone. Jesus name, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. and amen. 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 If this amen. is the first time that you prayed amen. that prayer or 
you want to understand a little bit more like, okay, so I want to understand a little bit more about what I just did or what's yeah. my next steps. Yep. We have a free book that we would love to give to you. There's going to be an, an email address on the platform on which you're watching. We want you to send your name and your mailing address. And for free, we will send you a book. It's called The Surprise of Your Life. It was written by uh, one of our pastors, Rick Campana. The forward was written by Carson Wentz. And we'll send that out to you. And it's a tangible help to where you are now. Yep. And hey, guys, talk about tangible help. We want to ask you to please give. Yeah. Please be, as your act of worship today, would you join us in giving? Um, there, there's a link tree link right there that will take you, that gives you right now, right here, right now. Yeah, just now. take a moment, hop on there. Your giving makes a difference. As you just heard last week, we're continuing to give into our, mm. uh, into our community, making a difference in tangible ways. People, mm. People's lives are being saved and changed and set free because you absolutely give. You know that, that story about Rahab in Joshua 2? says before she ever saw God move in her life, she gave. She gave of her, her trust to the men. She gave of her house. She gave of her time and her resources. And in that moment, not only was she saved after that, but all of her family as well. There's always this, something always happens when we trust God with, uh, with, with what we have. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to encourage you. Let me pray uh, real quick for yeah. God, I thank you for the generosity yes. of this church. God, they have been so faithful yes. in these last four months in particular, Father. And I just want to just thank you for them, God. We ask for your provision for this yes. house. We ask, Father, that people would be moved to give their tithe and offering. Yes, but we yes. give our gratitude yes. to you collectively yes. as a community, God. It's so important mm. that we remember to thank you for these yes. things, that you've what you've gifted to us and deposited mm. into our hands. Oh, God, we thank you for these ears. Mm. And we thank you for these hearts and we yes. thank you for these spirits that will be in action for you this week. Yes, amen. amen. Hey, and if you're a parent, kiddo service starts at 12 right after 12 this. 12 p.m. And we will see you Tuesday night. Tuesday for more like pedal to the metal, applicable work. Yeah, 7 o'clock. dig down 7 o'clock on Tuesday. So guys, have a beautiful Sunday. Get we some healthy air. Watch that heat today. And yeah. we'll see you on Tuesday. We love you, see you guys. Tuesday, guys. Bye, love guys. you. We got to fix that sign. We got to fix the sign. <laughs> it's a little sign. like my wife. A little. <laughs>